Welcome back, boys and girls. This is Pick Your Poison Podcast. I'm Bag Ma'am. This is Lady Bert. And I'm Kaylin. The boys' picks sucked last week, so <laughs> the girls are taking over this week. Woo! Woo! Um, okay, so let's talk a little football. Girls. All right. How about that Super Bowl halftime show? Ooh. Yes. Uh, I'm pumped about it, but I know someone who's not. <laughs> so Lady Rihanna Bird. was picked to play the halftime show, and we're kind of annoyed that it's not Taylor Swift. Swifties are highly annoyed that it's not Taylor I, Swift. I say we, but I guess it's just me. Yeah. Um, You're alone in that, I think. I don't hate Taylor Swift. So here's my opinion. I don't think Rihanna has earned it. I do. I don't think she's earned it. Uh, she's been out of the game for so long. Bad girl, Riri. I get goosebumps singing about what's the first song going to be. I I love it. I'm, it's gonna I'm be, so happy. It's going to be Pond the Replay. Ooh. Ooh I uh, hope so. Okay, if you're Rihanna, do you bring ASAP with you now that he's gone crazy? When are they married? They had the baby together. Yeah, they're yes. like, they're not married, but. Remember uh, he went crazy and like got in trouble and didn't get to play that one they're going to bring somebody. It would be cool if it was him. Yeah. I think it'd be cute. What I'm do you think? But you're just sad. I'm just, just sad, sad that it's not Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Jeff said this, and I said, T-Swift, if the whole Super Bowl halftime show was only the Reputation album, I'd be like, yes. yes. But you no. can't have, no, no. But you love, she's not going to be playing, da, da, da. I hate, like, all that. Like, love story lover. Ha- halftime. No. At the <laughs> halftime show? That'd be horrible. <laughs> like, no. You belong with me. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no. I think Rihanna's going to be good. I just am interested to see if she can knock the dust off. I hope so. Maybe she'll. So, I feel like have she hasn't been around the, the block day. for like a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. Like, we're in college. Her fans are crying for a new album. They're <laughs> screaming. They want new music. So maybe. Maybe. This will inspire. Well, hopefully, there's some cute boys playing in the Super Bowl. And speaking of cute boys. We're going to make some picks for the week. One pick. Okay, so now Bert is going to show us two different pictures of quarterbacks that are playing each other this week, and we're going to make our picks based only off of that. All right, so this is just off their face. Okay. Here we go. we got the first quarterback. Oh. His team is not favored. Don't. Can we have you this zoom? quarterback. Oh, my God. He straight off of Hayward. He looks like Harold. <laughs> Where's he from? I don't know. All right, ladies, get together. I'm going QB1. I don't know who, what his name is. Tall hair or cornrows? QB2. Cornrows. I'm going cornrows. I think him. I think Cornrows looks like he's more fun. He's 6'3", like 240. Okay, yeah, give us the dimension. He's 6'1", like 195. I'm going QB1. I'm going QB1. He looks like he can... I don't know. I like his big boy. Like it's it's tall, tall, skinny dude. I'll do it. Like, I'll do cuter, skinny dude. Like he's cute, funny. Like, ha ha. Like, yeah. But I'm going number one. With- yeah. Great yeah. personality. Yeah. Probably Good has hair. a really cute dog. <laughs> All right. So we got we got Lady Burt and Kaylin have the Auburn Tigers plus nine. Uh, plus one hundred. Bag ma'am with. The LSU Tigers minus nine. What? Let's go. That's what it is. He's wearing maroon. Oh my god. Y'all tricked us. That Did you Photoshop him into a maroon? No, that was his old team. photo. I knew it would work. Oh his god. last team. I kind of thought I was picking against okay. somebody to wear maroon. Wait, that is not. He does not look like that on the field because I watched that game. Mm-hmm. We like Auburn better. We, we, we blinded y'all's decision Atlanta. by showing a quarterback in maroon. <laughs> immediately thought the real Tigers. I hope. Bag ma'am is correct. We'll see. We will see. Oh. I bet our system works better than whatever y'all are doing yeah. around here. More than likely. <laughs> we have a parlay on them. <laughs> One game. We have no idea what that means, by the way. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, it's time for y'all to go press our suits for work tomorrow so that we can look good going in. We're back. That was ladies' segment because the podcast sucked last week. Uh, no, no way about it. I think that was no. legitimately the first. I guess we our picks were fine. It wasn't. It was not catastrophic. But but as a whole, we 
Oh, I mean, we're all, I think, one game under that 500. Was, that was what I was going to say. I think the podcast has not had every single person lose yes, units. Yes. I'm pretty sure ever. So that was a little Cause just... I, I know I've had bigger units. <laughs> I was like, that. that's not that bad of a week. Yeah. I was like, compared to last season. Down one? That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, I was like, that's winning. Yeah, I'm good here. <laughs> the juice... We had good picks. Yeah, just didn't go our way, dude. I, if I would have just taken, I had all these money line dogs at like plus two hundred. They all were like right there to win late, and they just lost. If I would have just taken all the money lines I've taken to just cover the, the spread, spread, they all would have won, and I would have been up like six units. Yeah, my my problem was I, I started out zero and three, and then I finished out with just one of the worst, like just not going to cover games at all. Over in USC I, game. <laughs> honestly, we can't even talk though, Bert. Before we get into this week, yeah. we have to broach the subject. Let's broach it. I mean, when you broach, you gotta broach it hard. Where you are had you at? the game. Yeah, first where, off, where yeah. you at mentally? Where are you? Uh, I'll be honest. It might be Fade Burke week because I I have avoided a lot of college football talk all week. I just the oink doink has really gotten to me. Yeah, the oink doink is that what it's gonna be called that's now? What called <laughs> that's good. That's good. The oink doink is very good. clever. Well, how do you feel about? I mean, we'll, we'll get to the game, but just the fact that playing in Jerry World, if you would have played in either College Station or Fayetteville, the goalpost would have been shorter, and the, it would have crossed directly over, and they would have said it's good, and you would have won. Yeah, I mean that's one of the. That's obviously really weird. That doesn't get me as much as the the fumble on the one yard line oh, when we would have gone up twenty one to seven with minute left. The the botch snap. The botch snap. Which it would have been. It was second and five. That botch snap. We were pounding them. Would have been a first time. We would have just. You were we probably would have ran the clock out and kicked a field goal from like twenty yards or just gone ahead and scored a touchdown. I didn't care about the the field goal thing at all. Kickers miss every yeah, now and then. That kicker was good. It was, and that's a good kicker. I have no blames with the kicker. It was just there was two games on Saturday where there was a kick to to from win, a good kicker from a good kicker to and but, but I will say I'm not trying to like jinx you or throw shade at you, but before both of those kicks, you were like, no, this kicker is solid. I said it both this kicker is money. Nevis. Dude, the Missouri the Missouri kicker, you were like, this kicker does not miss. He's all American. All shanks it. From F- twenty yards fat away, boy. Fat, fat Boy, boy. Chalk King, kicker, and then Cam Little. Is that yeah, his name? Cam Little. Oh, just like he's, I he feel like he's made it. so many kicks for yeah. y'all. And he, I, was, uh, I was actually cracking up the next morning when I woke up from a, a drunken stupor, and uh, I remembered that when we were at Boomer's Mansion watching the game, mm-hmm. I, I was stressed out on the couch. I had my hands on the back of the couch and I look over and Boomer's holding my hand, yep. just squeezing it like I'm here for you, buddy. I'm like, this is what this podcast is about. That's what we do. That's what we do on this podcast. I will say, though, the the field goal miss, whatever, the fumble at the one-yard line. I don't know why KJ. I mean, we do say he's baby Cam, but that was full-blown Superman. I don't even know if Superman could have pulled that off. No, from the five-yard line. But just the fact that you outgained them by so much... Like, you were so much the better and, team. And I don't know how deep y'all got into that game, but their touchdowns, both of their touchdown passes were wounded ducks. Like, they threw the ball up in the air, and it's like, obviously on television, yes. you don't see where the receiver is. And the moment the ball's thrown, you're kind of like, fucking pick or inter- or, or broken up pass. Yeah. And just somehow, both of them landed in a receiver's hands. Yeah. Somehow. I think, well, like, like the like the receiver was looking back at the ball, and the defender was all over him just not looking at the ball. And he just, like, just happened of, to go by the defender's arm into his hands. Yeah. I mean, how many times were they in the red zone on their own in that game? Because well, I know I know all season they've only been in the red twice. zone six, six yeah, times, have, and yeah. they've scored – I think they've scored. They're they're like number two in the nation for efficiency on that because they've barely been in. I was going to save this for when the state A and M game, but uh, Barrett Salee tweeted: There are only three teams that have only been in the red zone six times this year: Colorado State, Iowa, and Texas A and M. Six red zone. I get that they've uh, like played a decent schedule to this point, but six red zone trips. I looked it up when I read this tweet. Ole Miss has been in the red zone twenty-one times. We've scored like eighteen touchdowns on. 21 attempts. Arkansas has been in the red zone on a tough schedule 17 times in that span. What, probably and, 14 TDs. I'd yeah, say. it wasn't as good. It wasn't as obviously, but it, it was it was up there. I mean, it yeah. was very solid. But six red zone just appearances in general is yeah. disgusting. I mean, it was yeah, it was. 
That it, it hurts because we were so much better than them. I think you play that game. We played that team, that, that matchup, even in Jerry's world. I would say you play it 20 times and we win 19, but we're cursed there. we got to get out of that place. Yeah, I There's know. just every year, it's like it's the, it's the same story. Last year, just we thought we deserved it, and that was the flip of the script, and we're back to it. But. And you can, when the, when the SEC expands the schedule and you get like nine games in the SEC, and every other year you're having to play basically like one extra away game plus a game at a neutral site that's who knows, could be an away game. The year where we're the home team, like next year, like our home schedule sucks. Yeah. But the year where we're the away team, like this year at Jerry's World, our home schedule is great. So we need to change that. But let's talk about more stuff. I'm sick yeah, of talking about this. Yeah, that, that was, that that was tough. Let, let's move on to uh, broader pastures. Uh, a tough week last week. A tough week bro. last yeah. week. All Red, Reds also didn't look great either. No. Uh, so but hey, just, just look at sur- spot. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. We might be in Bert's position come this time. Yeah, next exact, week. exactly. That's why. Just call I, me. That's why I was there for Bert when in his darkest hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's get right into this week's picks. I think that was. I mean, there were a couple other games last week, but we've already had Super Bowl talk. We've had quarterback hotness picks. We've had Bert's. You know, yeah. recap we got of last a whole week. Slate to get to. We've got a slate. We were a bunch of losers last week, but we will be winners this week. But remember, what's our first game? All right. So the first game we got is Friday night. Washington is uh, at UCLA. Uh, UCLA is a two and a half point favorite. Totals at sixty four and a half. Bagman. Yeah, don't have a great read on this. This is going to be some Pac twelve on Friday, uh, like after dark. But it's it's at least an entertaining Friday game. Um, I, I, I don't love either team here. I don't trust Chip Kelly and UCLA. And then on the other side, Washington coming off a big win. I don't love them going on the road here. Is that I, really a road environment, though? No, that is no, true. No, the, not at all. <laughs> the Rose Bowl Lane Kiffin would never coach there. They show up God, at halftime. No. Yeah, they show up at half. They don't leave at half. They show up at half. You're empty until then. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll take UCLA here. I think Washington coming off a big win. I don't know if that was even like a good team they played last week, but they went at home. They beat the shit out of Washington or out of Michigan State the week before. So I think there might be a little overvalued here going to UCLA. I feel like UCLA they played Colorado last week didn't look great, but UCLA like ebbs and flows with the competition they're playing. So a big team coming in, I think they'll be hyped up. Dorian Thompson Robinson, DTR. He's a cool quarterback. I'll take him. I don't know. I don't love this game. I'll probably bet on it come Friday. I haven't dove into it too much, but I'll take DTR and UCLA on the picks for now. What you got? Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of the same situation with you. Don't really know a ton about e- either of these teams. Uh, I mean, they both they're both undefeated going into the into this game. Uh, and I, I, I'm just gonna take the points here and get take Washington. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a game you bet on on Friday because you got nothing else to do. Well, my only qualms with that comment bag, man, is we're talking cool quarterbacks. Michael Penix? Mm, pretty cool quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he is cool, but I also just... He I, had a dark times. I can't forget those dark times. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he did was, let us down in the past. It but. was gross. He uh, won a bunch of games at Indiana, though, until he got hurt and then lost to the Rebs in the Outback Bowl. I um, am 2-0 on Friday so far. Oh, yeah, so follow this pick. I've got Washington right here, minus 2.5. I think it started off at 3.5. It's come it did. down a yeah, little it did. bit. So I like the fact that it's come down a little bit, and that was just enough for me to want to go ahead and take the Huskies. They're rolling right now. They are rolling. They've got good wins. Yeah, I don't I don't love this in any way, shape, or form. But Well, well I, 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 also, I misspoke. I was saying Washington take the points. I meant UCLA take the points. Yes. But I've been so cold on Fridays. I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride say stuck with what I initially said and ride with the You're lucky you're lucky I was at a concert last weekend when you sent me the card. Uh, yeah. Well no, we don't speak of this, but uh, I, I tried to send in a pick that to Syracuse up, No it was a heartbreaking. Syracuse game. may or may not have been the pick. But <laughs> it wasn't tweeted out, doesn't count against the card. It wasn't on the card, so it doesn't count against the card. So let's get right to the Saturday slate. We got Pullman Profiteer on the line. Boomer, what's the first game? Uh, so the first game we've got is Purdue is at Minnesota. Minnesota is a 12.5-point favorite. Totals at 52 points. Uh, Pullman? Uh, yeah, I'm taking uh, Purdue, Purdue here with the points, and I believe it will be a money line play. 
Minnesota's been cleaning house, but I think all the Power 5 teams they've beaten stink, like really bad. And uh, I know they haven't announced if O'Connell will play yet or not, but Purdue's just a team of chaos. So I'll give you Purdue, regardless of the quarterback. Yeah, that was about to say, AOC, Aiden O'Connell, is, is a big old question mark. He didn't play last I, week, and they stunk. So that, that has me a little scared here. I think he's going to play. I, what I what My 15 seconds of research from Purdue Twitter told me he's, AOC's in. Okay, if AOC's in, I'm all over Purdue. I love that. Like I would, I'd jump on that money line super fast. I, and I'd probably take that over too. There, he throws the ball all over the field. But again, until he's decided, I, I cannot back a Purdue team against a Minnesota team at home that's been rowing the boat with PJ Fleck. They kicked the shit out. Who they play last week? No, they beat uh, they beat Mel Tucker's team and they beat Mel Tucker's last yeah, told team. You so suck, it, could, it, it could just be a uh, Mel Tucker thing they have. Mel Tucker, hey, Mel Tucker is a is the American dream of having one good one. season and then Jimmy Sexton gets you a ten year contract for like ninety five million dollars and you just get to live out the rest of your life knowing you're made in the shade without ever having to win another game. Bird, you have a reason this you- one? Oh wait, was that Pullman? I was saying, do you think uh, Scott Woodward laughed when he was like, I'm going to bank- bankrupt Michigan State? I hope. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, if Scott Woodward – I hope uh, I hope whoever Auburn's new AD is make, you know, knocks on that door just to see maybe if they can have a buyout for Malzahn, buyout for Harson, pay <laughs> Mel Tucker's buyout at, at Michigan State, and then he sucks there and they start this whole process over again in like a week. Burr, what do you have on this one? I did not do any research on this game, but this does feel like a nice little Purdue magic spot in the season. Yeah. You know, early October. Is Minnesota ranked? Minnesota's 21st. Okay, 21st is perfect spot for uh, or Purdue. So I guess give me Purdue. I'll ride with the boys. Purdue chaos, Boomer. And I don't have much to say besides I'm going to row the boat and I'm going to take uh, Minnesota different. minus 12.5. There's no way that's going to be on your card. I, uh, I, I know by the tone of your voice that's not going to No, no. Be. I didn't say that before out of convention, but, uh, conviction, but... Uh, so we'll move on to the next one, which game we do care a lot more about. Yep. We've got our Revs facing off against, uh, against Kentucky. Can, Ole Miss is a seven-point favorite. Totals at 53-and-a-half. Pullman, and, I, I said to you, we were texting earlier, I said this is Ole Miss's biggest game of the year. But you said it's not – I, I thought that just because if we win this game – we get to the back half of the schedule undefeated, and then every game from then on is like the biggest game in Ole Miss's history. But you seem to think not so much. Why is that? I mean, it's it's like when you look at the schedule, it's the fifth least important game, sixth least important game, just because they're in the East. It, it does matter. I mean, the West games matter more. Like I, I just think the overhype of this, it's like it feels like some of those Ole Miss games and like, maybe 14 or 15 where it's like, oh, this. But, you know, there's eight more mountains to climb. It's just maybe t- take it one more at a time. Yeah. So I think this game could just be a rock fight, honestly. It's just the first of the first, like, many mountains to climb. And if you if you fall off the first one, the rest of them just don't really seem that important. So, I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a rock fight. When I saw this line come out at four, I thought that was going to be a lot of points. It's rose up to seven. Seven, like what? I, like I get that you know the the metrics and the ner- the analytics like the Rebs as they should, but Kentucky's already gone on the road in a hostile environment and won a game. At least they've shown that. I mean, I get that Florida Anthony Richardson literally gave the game away without even Kentucky having to try, but they've done that. I get they looked shitty the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a there's a chance they have a really bad offensive line. Well, I I think they do have a bad offensive line. I would be curious to see. We're using my phone, but what's the money like? What's the money looking like on our game? Yeah, uh, I feel like they are wanting people to take Ole Miss. Yeah, the, like I, the the line's gone up, but seventy eight percent of bets are on Kentucky. Fifty three percent of fifty three percent of money on Kentucky. So the money's pretty evenly split, but the bets are coming in hard. Just tickets wagered, tickets placed are on Kentucky heavy, 78%. So it doesn't really give me a lot. Maybe some big bets have come in on Ole Miss to Joe, make the Joe public likes, likes or early, Kentucky. Early there. bets on Ole Miss, and now that line is just. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's went from, it went from four to six and a half in like two hours. Yeah. 
on on Sunday afternoon. So I mean, I I physically. I bet Ole Miss just wins this game by seven. I think that's just like Vegas has figured this game out. Ole Miss is going to win by one possession. Yeah, I think they were trying to bait you early into, or I don't know, like like that line came out and they thought that that's where the public thought it would be, and they were maybe trying to get some early action on Kentucky, but. The line always in like wherever the line ends up is usually where it should be. So Ole Miss minus seven is probably right. I, I mean, I I took Kentucky in the points as an emotional hedge. Yeah, I took it at six and a half earlier. It's now at seven. I I'm gonna be at the game. It's gonna be rowdy as hell. I just I don't know. I Kentucky's got their running back back. He's at least gonna make the offensive line, even though they've sucked all year to this point. Like. A good running back makes the offensive line better. And but their backup do... is a decent running back. Yeah. I really don't think it's going to make that much yeah, of a difference. I, I, I all, think all-name all team there with Cavassier Smoke versus Quinchon Judkins. I think there's also a chance he's due for a fumble. Oh, please. I saw a Kentucky beat writer. I saw some, like, I was reading up on some Kentucky stuff, and the Chris Rodriguez is a fumble machine, apparently. But he's just he's just super cool. Has he been, like, practicing? Like, like, has he been able to practice with the team this whole time? Or has it been like he's been sitting on – I mean, I mean obviously I he's working out and doing his stuff. But, like, can I he feel practice like a, with the team? I feel oh. like a running back doesn't need to that much. And then once they announce, like, he's coming back in a I don't know. Weeks, I mean, just t- taking the ball. He's probably like, been like, at least s- practicing Simple stuff too. like that. Well, like, And he's – I mean, he's a he's like a senior. I mean, yeah, he's practiced yeah, he's, enough. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you on, on that. Uh what do you think over under? Over under fifty five. I feel like like Pullman said it's a rock fight. I could. I mean, all this is kind of become an under team just because people think Kiffin's a. Now, a see, this game, I think I would lean, lean over. Yeah, fifty three. Yeah, I think the narrative flipping. I, I don't know. This one, I, I'm strictly. I'm going the same thing with you. I'm going emotional hedge. I'm taking Kentucky plus seven because then we can still. We can still win the game, be a close one, well, and then I get both. Because I'm, but I know on Saturday I do not want to be sitting there watching Kentucky beat our ass, and then not only have had the emotional heartbreak of that, but then also have lost. Have a loss on that well, I mean, card. last time the Rebs I'll were gladly take a loss. The last time we were an eleven o'clock game early in the season as a favorite, which I thought was a little overvalued, was last year against Arkansas when we were five and a half point favorites, and I was like, I, I. I think we win the game, but I can't lay that many points. And then it ends up a crazy game, last second Ole Miss win, but don't cover. I would, I mean, I could see that happening I, again I, this I year. I think that's a very likely situation here. Pullman, what you got? Anything else on this one? No, I, I think maybe just under, but this is this is a hard game. Bert, I know you're hurting. Anything on? I know you're hurting, but anything on the Rebs? Yeah, I was at, I was at y'all's game last week, so I've been I've been paying attention. Um, my one issue with, with y'all is what are y'all going to look like when you're finally losing? If, if the other team gets up 7 nothing, 10 nothing, or just up by two scores. We were down, we were down 14-7 have, in the first quarter last weekend. Yeah, that was so early. Was against uh, yeah, that's Tulsa. A little bit different. You knew early on that y'all could just run it down their throats. Um, obviously, I'd assume the crowd is going to be a lot um, more... Attentive in this game, yeah. Attentive, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be much more. It's certainly not going to be crazier than the swamp was. No, back in September, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be able to handle it. I think that's. It's not going to be anything new to Kentucky. I think you've got Will Levis, who is, you know, been down this road before. This is crazy. This is Mark Stoops' first game in Oxford. Yeah, isn't been that nuts? Ten years as a head coach at Kentucky, his first game yeah. in Oxford. I mean, he's obviously seen a lot. But I think seven points is just too high not to take Kentucky. We're obviously getting baited somehow by by Vegas here. But uh, I I have to take Kentucky. If we're getting baited and I lose this bet and we end up winning by 14, I will be so freaking happy. Yeah, no, exactly. But uh, two other points I forgot to mention earlier. One, one. Two. We don't even know. We don't know if Zach Evans is going to play. Oh, yeah, I went mental. We have have no idea if that – What's his face? Uh, SMU transfer. Bentley's out. Bentley's, Bentley's, Bentley's out. for sure out. Yeah. So we might, we possibly could have one, one running back. Play. I had, I had. Granted, my... he's awesome, but if he's gonna have to carry the rock 20, 30 times, like who knows what could happen with that? I had, and some... that also means that that uh, Dart is going to have to run as yeah. well or yeah. throw. I mean, and and then also too, which we've we've all heard this before, but 
he's Dart is going to have to make some plays to actually win this game, yep. and I'm not confident in that. And that's also why I'm not only because of the initial hedge, but I think Kentucky will cover the number. I had a source text me earlier today. This was not too long ago. Hearing Caleb Warren is out, our starting center. Oh, y'all we know the play here. We forgot that on the Auburn game last, yeah. last week. All, Auburn starting center was out. He's been out all year. New starting center. New, their new oh, starting center. Oh, so they're down to their third yeah. string? Yeah. yeah. Do they cover? No. no. They no. didn't? They didn't no. Cover? Wow. So, so it's like 4-0 now. Hearing Caleb Warren is out, that makes me nauseous. Oh, God. I didn't even put two and two together there until I just read that to you. Wow, I'm going two units. Hearing Caleb Warren is out, but... Kari Coleman, our linebacker from TCU transfer, that's yeah. been really good off the edge. Uh, J.J. Pegues, nose tackle, that's been dominant. Zach Evans and Jalen Robinson are all good to go. Oh, okay. Bentley's going to be out Jeez, for a while. I thought, you were, I thought you were about to say they were all also out. out. Well, when I let down. off with Kellen Moore's out, but the rest, like, that should have told you. So I think the rest of the guys are good, but, man, that starting center out wow. is terrifying. System play, boys and girls. Jesus. Um, Pullman, you good? Hey, but the system's at 80% yes. and it's 4-0 so far this year. Yeah. So, True. it's time to lose. All right, so the next one, that's it for the Rebs. We're all high, highly emotionally hedging yeah. on this side of the microphone. But God knows we're going to be in the stadium with our shirts off ready for the Rebs. Painted up. Next game. Oh, Should we cue the CBS music here? Dun, 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 dun. CBS game of the week. Up next, we got Bama against... The Hogs in Fayetteville, catching 17 and a half at home against Bama, over under 61 and a half. Burt coming off a tough loss. Emotions. First, what do you think? I mean, I guess the crowd's still going to be rocking, but like yeah. the environment could have been 10 times as big, I feel like, as it, if y'all were, that field goal just would have gone through the uprights. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's a big old what could have been. College yeah. game day would be there. Yep. But it's just for the first it time. Takes it, I think it takes the crowd level from a ninety nine to a one hundred though. It's still going to yeah, be. It's still going to be sold I mean, out. It is going to be packed. The other than maybe the Texas game last year, the craziest game I was I ever was at was a ranked uh, Ryan Mallet Hogs against number two Alabama. Um, so I think the, the crowd is going to be there. They're going to be cheering. Well, and, well, and, and, if, and if y'all get an early score, y'all are, that will be exactly the same as if y'all had won last week. We like, need the I under, understand going into it, people may not be, but this is a big game no matter what. People already made these plans to go to this and, game. They're yeah, going to go exactly. to this game and they're going to cheer it And on. if y'all get an early score, because y'all are a good team, like the crowd will be in it like big time. We're 8-2 and two in our last 10 <clears> games. We're a good team, and two <clears> of those losses are by seven points at Bama and a, the oink doink. So, mm, like, over the past, I, I like you, you, over the past <laughs> I did not label it, but I've been seeing it all over the place. Uh, so, over the past 10 games, we've been a very good football team. Yeah. You know, a top 10 football team. But me, personally, I just think that this game, this game is coming at a terrible time. Talking intangibles here, obviously, some are saying, like, maybe it's good that we lost and we just have this bad, foul taste in our mouth and, like, and not 4-0. But, uh... I don't really look at the Arkansas side of it. I look more on the Bama side of it. They already had their uh, college game day, big crowd scare at UT. So everyone's saying, oh, they're not very good. They haven't played anyone since. So I think everybody is going to, or they're ready to make a statement. Um, And then obviously us playing them close last year in their house. Yeah. They're going to want to make a statement there as well. They remember that. They remember that. Saban marks those. He stars any close game from the year before. Or like a loss like they have against A&M. And, and he marched those them. on. And he studies the film all summer. He's like, I'm going to remind them this year that I'm still daddy. The only good news is the film last year was literally Traylon Burks. Yeah. And we're just as good, if not better, of an offense this year without him. So that, that's kind of one of the good news on the, on the offensive front for us. Defensive front, I think we're worse this year. And we've been just losing games. We're well, not losing games, but we've been playing really weird. We've been making really weird mistakes, even in well, our wins. We, we, we said that the game last week was going to be a weird one. It no was matter what, we, we, we said that to start. And then barely beating Missouri State. The South Carolina game should have kicked their ass. Barely did. Same thing with Cincinnati. Um, I'm getting on my soapbox here. Nevertheless, I'm going Bama. I had them very, very early uh, at minus 15 and a half. 
Plus 17 and a half, I, I kind of lean towards the Hogs here, but since I had them early at plus 15 and a half, I'm going to stick with it. And I'm more than likely going to go Bama first quarter. I think they could come out hot, and we might need to settle into our shoes a little bit because we might be the nervous ones. They're the ones coming out hot. Uh, Pullman, what you got? Give me some confidence. I need something here. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to betray you on this one. But <laughs> I, I, I think it'll be a good game. I'm going tied, and I'm, I'm going a little parlay here with the over on this one. How are you betraying me? That's basically what I took. <laughs> Guess well, you yeah, get I, your I, hogs. I'm always a hog rider. You know that. I know you're a, a hog, hog rider. rider. <laughs> He's got that hog no, in him. That beyond do, me, he's biting someone's face off for the <laughs> hogs. Oh, I, I'll bite someone's face off for KJ Jefferson, but I, I just think that... Uh, Bama's going to come in machine style this game. I just, I just get that feeling about this. Uh, I agree. 60, and it just looks like professional out there. Arkansas, I think, can go good against uh, the ones a little bit and the twos and threes now, to I will get say, up the, the over and make it like a 24-point game. But, in, injury report-wise, uh, two starting defensive backs from Bama are, I think, probably going to be out. And they're hoping that their two best wide receivers are going to be back for this game, and it's looking like they won't either. So, at least we've got good news on our end on the injury report. And we're pretty much healthy. I think everybody's good to go. Starting center is starting. Starting center's in. I'm on the over That's here. Huge. I'm on the over. I don't, I'm staying away from the side just because I can see this being the Hogs just don't have the horses. But the defense hasn't looked good, especially the secondary against Bryce Young. I don't. I think they'll be able to throw it all over Arkansas. Arkansas scores against anyone. They can coughed up a, couple, a lot of points against A&M last week. And that's a good defense. He coughed up, up a lot of points in every game. Yeah, so I think the points are there. I, I love this over of 61. I think Bama's going to be able to score in the 40s, and the Hogs will get to 20 or, or, or 25 or so. I think this over 61 hits pretty easily. I mean, the only thing that scares me is that the, that Sam Pittman knows that, and Kendall Browns knows that, and it'll be like a little bit of a keep-away type situation. The Hogs have an equally as good O-line as Texas, so I think they'll be able to control the clock if they want to and slow it down. I could see this looking up at halftime and it being like 13 to 10, 17 to But then 10. being a crazy second half, I would I would think. But then a crazy second half. I love the over. Boomer, what do you have in this one? Sir, I, I think I'm going to go with the Hogs here. Uh, the, I, Sam Pittman is not the type of person where he's going to let a team quit on him. They freaking love, and I'm not saying quit, but I'm saying after coming off of a Heartbreaking loss. I think this is more of a rally the troops type moment. Yeah, <clears throat> and we do have and, veteran players. And I was going back. Look, I was just grabbed Bagman's phone trying to go back look at last year's schedule. Y'all haven't lost a game by more than fourteen points in the past year and a half. And, and also too, Georgia, so Georgia, right? Years. Well, that was that was two years ago. No, that was this last year. year. It was like basically this week yeah. uh, after the A and M game. Well, that was the fall of Rome parlay when we yeah. were playing Bama. Well, and I had well, the well, well, scratch revs. what I said. But this is not a team that that's a going day. to get blown up, that, that blown out. They're not going to quit. But <laughs> sad day. But, but what I'm going to do that's a little bit better than just taking the Hawks. They're going to be part of a teaser. This is first part <laughs> of a teaser. So I'm going to tease them up to what would that be? Twenty three and a half. Uh, which I absolutely love. Second part of the teasers coming later. I will say there's a Bryce Young stat. The only th- I love uh, Bama Week, especially coming off a loss. How you know you think your team's at least on Twitter they're gonna you're gonna win. Come you know Monday you might be sad. Tuesday whatever Wednesday you're gonna win. Um, I haven't let myself get into it at all. But uh, Bryce Young in his he only has six true road starts as the Bama QB. And five of those have been one-score games. Yeah. One of them has been the loss to A&M. And then you have Texas, uh, Auburn, which they barely lost, should have lost. So yeah. they're all one-score games. He's not the best uh, road quarterback. Has they always said they like the over on this game? I love the yeah, over. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, too. I, I, I think I – because think, I think that's how Arkansas is going to lose this game. I think they're just going to get that's, thrown all over. And I think right K- that money lines. And I think KJ or, can uh, – Sling it too. Yeah, me and Pullman both said we like the over. So I don't well, know. I was I was busy trying diving into some stats and completely missing a one blowout uh, that, that that contradicted me. You deep dove into the I stats. I deep dove, but missed what was right in front of my face. But uh, so be it. All right. Well, those are the two. That's the revs of the Hawks. I mean, obviously the two prime games of the week. Pullman, you like any other games this week? Any money line sprinkles? 
Yeah, I have two uh, crazy money lines. It's just kind of almost like system plays. Um, one's FIU. They're playing New Mexico State. FIU's been terrible this year, but if you're getting 14 half points against New Mexico State, you just have to take that. I mean, they're so bad they can just, like, not show up. Um, and then similar vein, but it's it's because of the rivalry, and they always kind of upset each other every time one's better than the other, and that's Temple catching 19 against Memphis. Uh, money line. I've seen Memphis lose many games they should not to Temple. So where is that? Give me the Owls, baby. Is that? I, I think it's on. I think it's on the mound. But this is one of those series where it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, if it was in, if it was at the Eagle Stadium, I'd feel a little better because I, I remember when State or when Dude, the, uh, the link and and Orange Mound are almost like looking at the same side of the mirror, like <laughs> two sides syndrome. of a coin, same coin. Yeah, Spider Man meme just pointing back at each other. Yeah, no, and the programs too, just pointing at each other. <laughs> I love it. What, what that nineteen points? That's got to be like six to one. Uh, I think it was saying seven to one. I got, I got to run it through the, you know, shop the books first before I, I snuff play. Absolutely. All right, I like both of those. I like that the the New Mexico State one. New Mexico State should not be favored against any team. Like Little Sisters of the Poor, FIU. I don't care. They should not be favored at any moment in time. So I really like that one. The the Memphis State one, I don't I don't know. I don't know about 19 points. I don't know if Temple's any good, but I'll I'll deep dive with you and see if that's worth uh worth the Pullman sprinkle. I mean, they did lose 70 to nothing to Western last week or 2 weeks ago, but you know, we got to forget that. <laughs> that's in the past. That's in the past. We don't remember the past here. We think about the future, unless it's historical trends we like. Scrap it. <laughs> just, just scrap it. historical trends we can very, Scrap very it big. throw in the trash, unless you can cherry pick a stat that goes in your favor. All right, Paul, well, that's it. I'll, uh, I'll see you on Saturday for the big game. Sounds good. Take it easy. All right, peace. peace. All right, next game. We got Wake Forest traveling to Tallahassee, Tallahassee. Florida State's a seven-point favorite at home, over-under of 64. I think the Hurricane will be out of Tallahassee by then. Boomer, what do you think of this top 25 matchup? You know, this is kind of a tough one here. Uh, Wake Forest coming off of a close loss to uh, Clemson, which was a game which I thought they kind of had in hand at at times. as I believe I was on, actually I can't remember who I was on, but it was kind of a heartbreaker for them. I, I, I think they bounced back here. I, I'm going to, t- I don't think Florida State should be giving up seven points to any good team. Yeah. And I think Wake Forest is a solid team. I think they're pretty comparable. I think it should be more about a one and a half to two, two point spread. So I'm going to take Wake Forest here. Yeah. I mean, I, Florida State, how the fuck is Florida State ranked? And undefeated. Well, because LSU. Because LSU has kind of been looking a lot better. They beat Duquesne week one. LSU, that LSU game was a drunk, two drunk people trying true. to fight each other no, that's on Bourbon Street. But, but, then, but then LSU beat Mississippi State. So, I don't know, a bunch of transitive property to where all of a sudden Florida State's ranked. Yeah, I mean, I get Florida, a 4-0 Florida State. They got the name. They got the, they got the Chief Osceola throwing the spear in the ground. When they're undefeated at 4-0, they're going to be ranked. But that team... Sucks. I have no idea how. Let alone they're undefeated and like the and ranked. The is, only I'm on Wake. I think Wake is a little bit too easy of a pick here. I think everyone saw them last week against Clemson. Like hang with them, hang tough. They probably should have won that game. The only like my brain tells me Wake Forest is the pick, but my like gambling second third deep dive here. Maybe says Florida State, but I think Florida State sucks so bad that I, I cannot take them. I'm taking Wake Forest, but my only thought is that Wake Forest had the, the soul crusher game where they had Clemson beat. They should have won that game, and they let it slip out of the palm of their hands, and they're going to be flat going into Tallahassee. But I just don't think Florida State's very good. I love Sam Hartman at Wake, so I'm taking Wake, catching the touchdown. But I could see if, if they fell flat on their face after the heartbreaking loss— and I lose this, I'll, I'll hand up, say I saw it coming and I missed it, but I'm still back in Wake Forest. But, or, let me speak my ignorance of ACC. Which side of the conference are they? Are they on the same side? Excuse me, as far as, as Wake and Coastal Florida and Atlantic? State? Ooh, I have no idea. I don't know. Well, well, because I was just thinking about, like, 
making, no, it, they're, they're making the, it to the championship. They're on the same side because Wake... That Wake Are lost, they on the same side as Clemson? Wake lost to Pitt. I think I think Miami and Florida State and that half is on one side. I think Clemson and Pitt and the other is on the other side because Wake Forest played Pitt, which tells me Wake Forest is going to be on the lower side and Pitt's on the other yeah, side. Yeah, be with them. In so, the, so then they still have a, sh- a shot to win their side of the division. Yeah. And so so, I, I, so it may not be a dream crusher. Uh, loss there. I mean, it shouldn't be. I love. Are they going to have weather impact? No, I think the the storms are going to be past Tallahassee by that point. I love Dave Clawson as a coach. Like I think they have the coaching edge. Mike Norvell should have already been fired by now. The fact that he's his team is ranked and he's still holding on to his job. Remember when they like were about to lose to LSU and he was on the sideline being like, "Holy shit, I still have my job." Now all of a sudden he's ranked and I think he's probably going to get uh, like a Mel Tucker extension if he plays his cards right. A I don't know. Horse. That team sucks is all I know. I'm ca- I'm taking the points against a team that sucks, Bert. What do you have? I'm right with everything that y'all have said. I think Sam Hartman. Yes. Very good quarterback. Now, Jordan Travis's last, like, eight games as a starter or something like that has a very, very good record. But this is one of those lines. There's about three of them on the card this week that I think are just seem like way too obvious. What do you Like, do you, low-hanging fruit. And so I, I'm, I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit. I'm gonna be Adam and Eve here. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Wake Forest Is, as well. What do you think about this over? I think because we've asked each other the question about the hurricane coming through. I could see Joe Public thinking the hurricane's gonna be affecting this game. And 64 points uh, with Wake's yeah. offense and Florida State with Jordan Travis can score. 64 might be way too low with you know Joe Public being like, oh, there's a hurricane going through Florida right now. I'll let the public continue to let this die down a little bit. I mean, because we could catch another couple points. Between yeah. now and, and Saturday. So give me Wake Forest in the points. I don't think a Clemson loss really matters that much. No, no. And we're I'll 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 keep my eye, you know, my ear to the ground to the hurricane making moves over under come Saturday. Boomer, what's the next one? Alright, so next we got OK State at Baylor. Baylor's a two point favorite. totals at fifty six and a half points. Bagman. So I know I said I'm done with revenge games. But I'm bringing up a revenge but game. But I'm not here. done. But I'm not <laughs> done. You needed to give it a little rest. I took one week off, and I'm I'm sticking the sticking the needle back in my arm. Revenge game here, the pack, the Big Twelve Championship game where Oklahoma State laid out on the one yard Great line. Great game. Great Incredible game. game. Baylor won. Oklahoma State. Now, normally I wouldn't like have this because it's a revenge spot. I don't think that I've I've learned that that's not just a play. But wait, or uh, but. Oklahoma State had a bye last week. So not only are they on a revenge spot, but they've had two weeks to sit here and think about the Big 12 championship last but week. But they ain't played year. nobody, Paul. They ain't played nobody. I don't know. I'm, this line is begging me to take Baylor at home as only a two-point favorite when Oklahoma State ain't played nobody. And Baylor has looked pretty good coming off a big win against Iowa State on the road. Give me Oklahoma State on the money line, catching points, I love it. Plus 110 on the money line. I guess I, I should learn from last week after losing so many money lines where I could have just had the points and won. But I'll take Oklahoma State here. Spencer Sanders, they're going to be scoring. Dave Aranda at home. I, I said last week, too, Baylor at home is a different team. They're like, yeah. they're like BYU or Utah or someone. No, no, no. Give me Oklahoma State. On the money line, Burt, what you got? Did you know that Spencer Sanders in his last, I think it's three meetings against Baylor, has one touchdown and seven picks? Yeah. So a lot, I, I a lot of tape. A lot of tape to watch against correct. Dave Aranda. But uh, this is the game. I think both of these teams have got to look at this as winner of this game has the Big Twelve by the balls right now. Uh, yeah. Aside, aside from Kansas, who Texas, we're all rooting for. Yeah. I mean, Kansas is the odds-on favorite. Yeah, in I'm, my mind. Yeah, they both got to get through Texas, and they have to get through Oklahoma. But, but they like, both you, lost last week. If you win this game, you're the undefeated team that's left that's not named Kansas. Um, that stat of the of the Spencer Sanders thing scares me too far away from Oklahoma State. But at the same time, I can't trust Baylor because I stayed up for that BYU game, and yep. they looked like shit. And a good coach like Mike Gundy might be able to watch the film and, and adjust some things because – Oklahoma State last year, at times, his defense was very, very good. Salty. And so I will take um, – I'm going to go with a conservative game here of both teams wanting to really, 
I don't think they're going to bring out you know their craziest plays or, or really go for it. They're going to want to feel each other out and and winner has control of the Big 12. So give me the under here, 56 and a half. Feel each other out for the first half type yeah. thing. Yeah, just a little touch and rubbing. Just to see how it goes. Uh, but no, I, I'm going to take Baylor here. What do you know I, about touching and rubbing? I, I know a thing or two. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Boomer can attest to that. Um, but, but no, I mean, I what Bay, Baylor's lost to a good BYU team on the road, which we know that's a tough place to play. Yep. And, and being at home... I think that's that's enough for me. I, I think I, and Oklahoma and like I said, Oklahoma ain't play nobody. Ain't play nobody. Um, so we'll move on to the next game, uh, which is actually a pretty interesting one to me. Here we've got Texas A&M at Mississippi State. State is a three and a half point favorite. Totals at forty five and a half. Low total here, uh, Bert. This is one of those that I think the initial reaction of when that came out, like, why in the hell is Mississippi State favored? But I still do not believe in A&M's ability to play good football. Um, y'all just got caught up in the hoopla just, of y'all's yeah. rivalry or whatever the last absolute, weekend. The weirdness that happens nine out of the ten times that we play them where it doesn't go our way. The only normal football game that has been played between the two teams in Jerry World, we won by ten. The, this line was Vegas being like, A&M should have lost last weekend, so we're setting the line as if they would have yeah, lost. Yeah, exactly. Like, I looked at this line being yeah. like, wait, A&M won, they're, I get they lost yeah. to App State. Because if they lost, it wouldn't be like that State's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. No. That, that'd be, it would be exactly the same What line. it is right yeah, now. Which tells me that Vegas just freaking knows something. They knew it was, a fluke. They, because they knew it was we, a fluke. We were one-and-a-half-point dogs, and we lost by two. And we were the better team. And Vegas probably knew we were the better team. They just know there's weird shit that goes down there. And uh, I think this is a huge game. I actually was uh, creeping on message boards earlier today. I had nothing much else to do. And I was like, what is Mississippi State about, saying about this game? And all the fans right now are kind of in panic mode. They're like, this is the game for Leach. Like, if Leach doesn't win this game, it's, it's Joe Moorhead time. Like, we, <laughs> it, is, it is now like all the guys are saying. Like, if we don't win this game... We're turning, because they were saying the same shit. Now, we would never say that thing about our king, Sam Pittman, but they were saying the same things we said about Texas A&M. It's just not a good football team whatsoever. Uh, I know A&M cannot really uh, move the ball very well, and they've gotten a lot of luck throughout you know this, yeah. this season so far, but I think 45.5 points is kind of low. I don't like the line either way. I took the under on the last game we talked about, so give me the over on this one. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. The only thing, my whole thought process on this is DJ Durkin is the A&M defensive coordinator now, and he shut down Will Rogers in that offense with Ole Miss's defense last year that wasn't even very good, or at least didn't have the same amount of talent that A&M will have coming in. So I'm taking A&M and the points solely based on the fact that A&M's defense will have a good game plan and will be able to stop or at least slow down that state offense. And if a- if A&M can score at least you know like twenty points, Anaya Smith is is out, out for the year. year. Yeah, well, well, and, and I feel like kind of Leach's whole offensive scheme is like getting bad teams in bad positions, throwing these intermediate routes where people just aren't where they're supposed to be. A&M's and, too fast for that. Yeah, exactly, and. It, I mean, it's kind of going against our system play, minus yeah. three and a half, whatever. Well, but. and the biggest system of a ranked team <laughs> as a as an underdog. Oh yeah, this is double system. This is fuck the systems. Throw, yeah. throw out your system. Break your computer. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take A and M here. You know what? I'm on A and M too. I, that that total, <laughs> I kind of hate that because no, like this is like and 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 like 70 percent of the of bets are. I don't have what the money is, but I what percentage of bets are on a are on state. Sixty three percent of bets on state. Sixty two percent of money. On like, state. like like that's like just telling me I have to take A and M. Yeah, that's gross. Like they, I I shunned them last week. They'll probably bite me off. A night ass. a night game in Starkville though. Them cowbells going to well, be ringing. Well, I. I I actually will say, I mean, that is actually a tough environment to play. Uh, in. three o'clock though. Oh, okay. So it's not that game. Well, they'll still they'll be sober no matter what in the start. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I'll take it into our night games now. To the night games, we got NC State. We got this is actually a. That's a, a good one. This is odd. Like I hate that 
game day doesn't have a radar or any sort of like weather channel app whoever booked game day because they're going to be in the middle of the monsoon they're gonna be in the basketball stadium come yeah it's gonna be in it's gonna be indoors game day will be indoors clemson's a six and a half point home favorite over nc state and the raleigh wolfpack over under down to 40. That like, is the lowest. That's the lowest we've seen all year. We haven't talked about the. I guess we've mentioned the it started, I think it started at 45, right? Yes. The the total started at, yeah, 46 at the start down to that's 40. That's a hurricane under. But, like, at what point do we say. Or total. Say the, this has gone too far? Right now. That's right now. I would tell you right now because 45 is what it should have been. At. Yes. I, I'll just say right now, I'm taking the over. Me too. Because the, the for, based based on our uh, projections, uh, Bagman has he's monitored as a meteorologist. Yep. The storm will be past that past them at this point. At from, kickoff, but not during game day. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, so so I I think people are overplaying the weather impact. I think I'll just go over. I just I, hope Dabo when he's running down the hill just finds a wet slips, piece of grass and just slips. slips and so people also forget that like rain and just general wetness doesn't really affect the over under that much. It's winds. The wind affects the over under more than anything. This game projects to have wind gusts, which is like the highest amount of thirty miles per hour, a regular steady wind of fifteen miles an hour. That's not enough to really affect an over under. The games that have big winds are UTEP, Charlotte, Georgia State. Southern, I don't. We don't need to get into all that, but yeah, like I said, like I think that people are overreacting it's to a these behind the scenes. Way too deep. I told you, I'm a meteorologist here. NC State, Clemson, one of those games. It's going to be rainy, but not necessarily. That doesn't lead to an under, especially an under as low as 40 in a college game. So I had that starred, circled meteorologist well, well, bagman it, it, approved. But, it, but it's also like Vegas has the weather. Played into it, yes. And when that line comes out, they know that this storm's coming, and then it's just Joe Public going, "Oh, it's gonna rain really bad there." Well, and let's also, let's take the under and like not realizing that that's already baked into the line. Yeah, forty six and a half, forty six and a half to forty. Because this would moved. probably, I would probably say no weather at all. It'd probably be like fifty one two. No, forty six and a half is what it opened at, and that was Vegas knowing there's a hurricane. Exactly. So I'm saying like no weather, it'd probably be fifty two, fifty four. Quick quick read off for all you uh meteorologists out there. The other ones that are that have gotten way too much movement, Virginia and Duke opened at fifty six and a half down to forty nine. Liberty Old Dominion opened at forty nine down to forty one. Georgia Southern at Coastal Carolina, that's a Friday night, keep your ears to the ground, sixty eight and a half down to 58, 10 I'm taking, point swing. I'm, take, I'm doing a hurricane over. Hurricane that. over. I, I'm like, yes. I'm all over that. Oh, and this on your teeth. But, 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 we're, but we're putting it right when the game starts and because Vir- it's going to keep going down. Virginia Tech, North Carolina, 57 down to 51 and a half. Any North Carolina over under that's below 55 points is an auto bet over. I'm taking that too. So way too much overreaction here. We've done a lot of. A lot of uh, weather analysis here. Any other analysis on the actual football field? Well, look at the two. So the scores that uh, Clemson, everyone wants to roast their offense. They put up 41 points, 35 points, 48 points, and 51 points. And then NC State as well. They've put up over 20 every single game. Yeah. I know they haven't played a defense nearly as good as Clemson. But but this is showing me that Clemson can... (laughs) Clemson... I mean, Clemson can do the... Can take this over themselves. Yes, you know, forty so, points. That's a low NFL total, let alone a college football yes, total. Yes, yes. We're going to take this. I think he he's getting a little bit better here. Well, and when, big Cinco. And when the public's on the under on this, that that, that that's just all the red flags. I think we've given enough reasons for the over. We're all on that. I don't have a side bet. Either one of you have a spread here. I, I would take NC State. Yeah, just I'll take it up. NC State. I, I I don't I don't really believe in Clemson. Uh, and if it's if it's you know if it's if it's rainy out, at least that'll like that'll I mean, make I mean, this game could, mucky at least. I said this last week. Clemson's not the Clemson that we've kind of in the past yes. eight years have ever since grown Chad Morris left. Yeah. yeah. In the last game of the week, uh, SEC night game, we have the LSU Tigers versus the Auburn Tigers, the Tiger Bowl. Brian Harson on the hottest of hot seats. Auburn, a home dog, catching nine, over under a 46. Bert, what do you think about these Tigers? Well, 
I'm debating in my head, do I go with Lady Bird's pick of TJ Finley and the Tigers? Or do I go with with what I think in um, LSU and the Tigers? Jaden right, Daniels and the Tigers. Tigers versus Tigers. It's Tigers versus Tigers. So I'm going to go with Tigers minus nine here. Um, I think they've got a little bit of confidence after that they, Mississippi State they, win. They, they definitely have gotten a little bit more of a swagger. Like they, They've been blowing people out. They really have. I uh, know that second half against Mississippi State is kind of a muff punt certainly helped swing momentum. So you got a little bit of luck that way. But there was like a report came out. Someone said A.J. McCarron was the first to break this, but that Brian Harson was yeah, already fired. Yeah. Yeah, and they like some Auburn official had to come back and say no, no, no. He's still with us on a Wednesday of a game week when you have to come out with that dealing with some Game of Thrones type shit, like people just spreading fake rumors, doing all this. Like that's it's on purpose. (laughs) On my on my message board search earlier, it was it was pretty funny. Uh, I went to Alabama's message board. By the way, they did not talk about the Arkansas game at all. They were talking about Tua and Jalen Hurts. Like all they cared about was their million pros they have yeah. and no one cared at all. I thought there would be a top Probably the most Sanders. boring message board you could probably ever find. Yeah. Especially on like a unless like they were, legitimately like as far as like just like crazy shit that's coming up there. Like, if they were oh, playing yeah, Georgia we're maybe a big yeah. game. They're actually looking for they were a lot of them were looking ahead to the uh, game in Knoxville which I guess if they beat us has way more significance. But uh nevertheless this one guy he was I guess he was searching some Ole Miss message board. I don't know what this Alabama fan was doing, but he was making it seem like Lane was going to Auburn. Like Auburn had been contacting Lane. Are they, and it, they have that, hot moms. That was all. That was all a happening fake, fake, this week. Fake ass. It was like it, the, the, I saw that tweet, and it, at the bottom it said, "Literally a made-up quote. Don't trust this." <laughs> because when I first saw that, but for context, the the quote said something to to the effect of. Yeah, their fan base is very passionate. They really pack the stadium, and also they have hot moms there. <laughs> Lane Kiffin quote. And I, was that a tweet I, I today yeah. about yeah. Auburn. No, 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 it came no from it, the way they put it was like from some big news source. I actually believed it for half a second. I was like, this "Where is the bastard?" Well, because he's been harping on the fans, but then because the, the, the hot moms thing, I was like, "This that guy. is ridiculous." Well, it did look like a legit. Like the graphic looked legit. And yeah. I was like, like, wait, who did Lane say this to? Like, what interview has Lane done that I don't know about? Like inside the program. Yeah, we we have our uh, ears to the ground. But I say I know we, everything we, we, Lane says to everyone. How has he said this that I don't even know about? Then I saw at the very bottom. A literal made-up quote: "Do not, no sources here. Do not trust." I'm like, well, that's good for you. That's that's pretty damn funny for Twitter. Yeah. Well, Auburn's on their third-string center, and y'all know me. That's that's all well, I need to we, be here. Well, but did he start last week? <laughs> yeah, we're getting we're getting Pepe Silvia but, here. So so this game, I, I'm like kind of torn because I really do want to take LSU, but at the same time, though. Because I know Auburn's in turmoil and stuff, but this I could see Auburn just coming back and smacking them a little bit in the mouth. Let me. How in the world does this game go over forty six points? I agree. There, I don't. I just don't. And it's because of Auburn's ineptability. To they score. are starting a running quarterback that literally can't throw. I get LSU. I mean, but, LSU's I, but I, I think I think they're afraid that LSU is going to just. Score well, no, but Auburn, Auburn at night, like, if they would have lost to Missouri yeah. last week, I think this would be a bloodbath. But, I mean, they still have some hope. At least yeah, the fans, no, no. at least the Auburn family thinks they still have some hope. No, like, that's one thing that they do not give up. Uh, no, I, I think that's why I'm on Auburn. I, would I, take, I, I hate to say it, but I am. I would not lay these points in any moment in time. I think no, no, a, especially against LSU team. Like I know they beat State, whatever, but I still don't be- quite believe in them yet. If they win this game, then they kind of got me. I might start betting on Hear that. me out here. Hear me out here. If this under hits, Auburn covers. C. Oh, or flip it. If, if Auburn covers, the under hits. See, si, senor. So I'm taking, I'm flipping this. I had the under already. I'm going to parlay you're, you're Auburn. You're flipping me to my backside. No, I'm just going to, par- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm turning you up, ass up now. <laughs> Auburn plus nine and the under parlayed together. If one of them's going to hit, they're both going to hit. So yeah. give me, give me. What? Might as well take both. Might ones. as well take the two and a half to one odds instead of just Auburn plus nine. I like that. I like that. I love that. All right. 
That's the card for this week, boys and girls. Bert, you got any extra sprinkles? Yeah, I got one that um, I don't particularly like too much, but I feel like I have to take it, and that is Michigan minus 10 at Iowa. Obviously, we all know the joke that is Iowa's offense, um, but Michigan has been like kind of cursed. I don't think they've won at Iowa in over a decade. They ain't played nobody either. They ain't played. I think Maryland is much better. Pullman called Iowa it last was. weekend. They probably should have won that game yeah, in the big house. Maryland's good, and the Tagovailoas. Those are good quarterbacks. It was. The, it is the year of the Tagovailoas. So I, I think Michigan's got this minus ten plus. You know, Maryland kind of scared them. I think they're they're alert now. Is that your only one? That's the only extra one I got. I've got two. I've got on, I think this is a Thursday night game. I've got Utah State. Now, Utah State stinks. And this is at BYU, which BYU at home is usually money. But BYU is getting hammered by the public. The line hasn't moved. BYU also has Notre Dame next week. So a little bit of a look-ahead spot. Utah State, this is a little bit of a rivalry for them. So I think Utah State keeps it close with BYU looking ahead, even at home on a Thursday night. I mean, there's going to be a hurricane in South Florida, but it's going to be soaking in in BYU. Give me Utah State plus 24 against BYU. And then the other one I have is a Friday night game, also hurricane-driven. We got Tulane going to Houston. You're telling me there's a hurricane and some boys from New Orleans are traveling to Houston? Give me those New Orleans boys traveling to Houston They've been during, there. During, a They've hurricane, been there. during a hurricane. Give me Tulane plus two and a half at Houston. I don't think Houston's any good. Let me read you off Houston's games real quick this year. They've all been wild. Remember, they went to overtime against UTSA. They meet mm-hmm. neeped one by two on that last second Houston card lunge for the end zone. They lost to Texas Tech by three, and then they lost to Kansas. Or they, yeah, they lost to Texas Tech by three. They lost to Kansas. 48-30, they beat Rice by 7. I just don't think Houston's very good. And I like Tulane a lot here in a hurricane revenge game against Houston. Give me Tulane, a couple dogs in the early slate before the Saturday card, hey, my two sprinkles. All I got to say is you might have forgotten Hurricane Harvey. People forget. Hitting Houston. Um, so the only game I've got here, which this is actually a really good one. I, I, I should have been on our main board. Is Texas Tech uh, versus Kansas State at Kansas State? It's two. Kansas State's two and a half point favorite. Yep. They both had huge wins last week. Texas Tech beating uh, Texas, and then uh, Kansas State against Oklahoma. Yes, I'm going to take Texas Tech. Uh, I think these are probably two equals looking at each other. Okay. And just the line's too big here. Over over a touchdown. I I, I would like if two teams. That won big games, I would like to take the home team in that regard as opposed to like the team that's coming off a game and having to travel and all that shit. And Kansas State just has a curse over Oklahoma. Yo, like, yeah. That, that had nothing to do with the ability of Kansas State to play good football. No, I mean, they, they won easily. I mean, it was a, what, what, that was a one touchdown game. But, but, they, game but they're 13 yeah. and a half point dogs in yeah. that game. They're they're Oklahoma. Well, that kind of gives me hope going into this week. They're yeah, kind of exactly. No, I mean, that's. I know we're running long. I know we're running long here, but one last game I want to touch on the Burt Bowl, Illinois going to Wisconsin. Oh shit! I didn't even notice. Wisconsin's a seven a point favorite. Okay. Against Burt, going back to his old stomping grounds for Burt. What do you think? Do I take present Burt or past Burt? Man, um, give me present Burt. Actually, give me past Burt because I have a present Burt over four and a half wins, and we're getting there. We just got to get a couple more. So give me um, – I'm going to hedge that bet and give me past Burt. Give me Wisconsin. So I am also on past Burt. My initial thought was like you. you To start, you said give me present Burt, and then you corrected yourself because yeah. you're a big brain. I originally thought present Burt, trying to get some revenge on past Burt. Mm-hmm. But I went and looked since Burt's been at Illinois. They've gotten beat like fifty-two to seven, and then like forty-five to nothing. And it's still Paul Chris, right? Yes. And Paul Chris was Burt's successor, correct? Yes. So it's oh yeah, dude, he's got a vendetta against him. And, and that a, whole athletic department does. They they hated the way that Burt left. It's a seven-point spread, and oh yes, Wisconsin looked like ass against Ohio State last weekend. They're back in Madison at home against current Burt. I feel like that's a public thinking like Illinois is good, but they're actually sting and they're going to play like Illinois and Wisconsin are Spider-Man meme pointing at each other, except one's like four times the size of the other one and like is just going to bully the other team. So Wisconsin is the play there. 
Past Burt beating current Burt yeah, in the Burt Bowl. The in the Burt Bowl. Yeah, go ahead and add that one. So that's it for this week, boys and girls. Went a little long because we had a special, special preview to start. We'll bounce back. Hey, if I know anything, water finds us level. And if Pick Your Poison was all negative last week, we will all be positive this week. So get your cards ready. Come Saturday morning. We'll tweet them out early because the Rebs play early at 11. So the cards will be out extra early. Keep your ears to the ground. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Let them ride. Woo pig. We're going to win.